It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all that celebrate. Good morning, friends. Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. This is First Thing with Kevin Mano. Uh, a few celebrity birthdays today. Actor Freddie Highmore from The Good Doctor and Bates Motel. Uh, Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20 fame. Simon Pegg. Teller, the silent half of Penn and Teller. Happy birthday, y'all. They all have Valentine's birthdays. Okay. All right, let's go. We always start with the top story, and this morning, that is the news out of Michigan State University. There was an active shooter on campus last night. The school was on lockdown as this played out. In the end, three people lost their lives and five more were wounded. A manhunt, which lasted for four hours, ended several miles away from the school where the shooter eventually took his own life. We knew we know this was a 43-year-old man, but we have no info on a motive or anything like that. I'm sure more information will come soon. Uh, and before we move on, it seems like the right time to mention this. It's important to acknowledge these anniversaries. It was five years ago today that a gunman opened fire on Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. 17 lives were lost that day. Five years ago today, big anniversary. I'm sure we'll see a lot of tributes online. Don't like starting with a heavy one like that, but we move on to sports. A couple notes on the Super Bowl. First, a record-breaking number of bets were made. This is the first Super Bowl played in a state, Arizona, with legal sports betting. Uh, FanDuel said that at one point they were taking 50,000 bets per second. Dang, the MVP of the game, Patrick Mahomes, he made good on his promise of going to Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland. Immediately, move, get out of my way. He and his family were there yesterday. That was quick turnaround. They had a little parade for him out there. Also, Mahomes' backup QB, Chad Henney, celebrated the team's victory Sunday night and promptly retired. He played for a bit Sunday night, and he looked great. He's been in the league for 13 years, and he posted a photo of himself on the field after the game with the caption, calling it a career. I guess that's the best way to go out, huh? In soccer news, there are a bunch of stories out there that Elon Musk is considering buying Manchester United. It went so well with Twitter. Uh, the iconic team has been up for sale since November, and I guess the deadline for anyone interested to make an offer is this Friday, so we'll see. In baseball, a controversial rule is here to stay, the extra innings ghost runner. It puts a runner at second base at the start of every extra inning in the regular season. So far, it's been adopted season by season, but now it's permanent. And lastly here, I have a uh, video posted in the main feed on Instagram today, at First Thing Pod. I love this. A four-year-old boy named George went to his first hockey match on Saturday. This was in Detroit. The Red Wings against the Canucks. And on the big screen there, they, they kept showing George. And then they'd show a fan of the Canucks. The crowd would go wild for George and boo the others. It took George a minute to figure out what was going on, but uh, it's the best. It's awesome. It's impossible not to smile when you watch this. The Red Wings went on to win that game, and I'd like to think George had something to do with that. Yes, yes, yes. On to some entertainment headlines here this morning. Forbes just released their annual list of the highest paid entertainers. This was through all of 2022. I'll run it down for you. 10 to 1. All right, here's the top 10. Bad Bunny. He made $88 million last year. Nine was Taylor Swift. She made 92 mil. James Cameron is eighth. He's a rich man. The Rolling Stones at seven. My good friend Brad Pitt was sixth with an even $100 million last year. At five, it's James L. Brooks and Matt Groening, the guys that created The Simpsons. Uh, two more cartoonists at number four, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the guys behind South Park. 
Tyler Perry is at number three with $175 million. Sting is second. He sold his catalog last year. And number one, they brought in $230 million after selling their music rights. The band Genesis. Yeah, they sold their music as well as solo stuff from Phil Collins. This song alone is worth that money. Classic. All right, in other news, this was a pleasant surprise to see. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are going on tour. They've done so much together over the years, including hosting the Weekend Update together on SNL. Uh, They're tight. 30 years of friendship. They said in a joint statement, if this tour goes right, we can finally end this friendship. Uh, The Restless Leg Tour is what it's called. For now, it's, it's small. It's four cities, but hopefully they add more. Elvis Presley's private jet just sold for $260,000. It's just been sitting there for 40 years, and now it has a new home. Yesterday, actor-turned-incredibly-successful filmmaker John Favreau received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Congrats. His buddy Robert Downey Jr. was there, and he, quote, made it official by sticking his chewed-up gum on it. Uh, I have Ben Affleck outtakes from his Duncan commercial posted right now. These might be better than the actual commercial at First Thing Pod to see him. Uh, And some sad news. Now, this is two days in a row here. We're talking about the passing of a young actor. Austin Majors is this guy's name. He was 27 years old, uh, but he was just a kid when he starred as Theo on NYPD Blue. According to TMZ, it is believed that this was fentanyl poisoning. The toxicology reports are expected in the next few months. And I'll mention this one here, too. One of the founders of De La Soul, uh, he's known as Trugoy the Dove, he just passed away as well. He was on stage at the Grammys weeks ago. Uh, pioneers, those guys, truly. He was 54 years old. Keeping it moving, keeping it moving. On to some movie and TV news now. I'm sorry for how confusing this is, but uh, you know how Titanic was just re-released in theaters? Well, it just passed Avatar 2 to become the third highest grossing movie of all time. Avatar 2 had just passed Titanic, and now it pulled ahead again. Uh, like I said earlier, James Cameron's a rich man. Both of those are his movies. Uh, Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter's new movie, Plane, came out recently, and while it wasn't making James Cameron money, it did well enough to earn a sequel. This was just announced. It's called Ship, and production will start later this year. That's not a joke title. The sequel to Plane is called Ship. This franchise has a lot of potential. Train, bus, car, keep going. Uh, In horror news, there's a remake of Stephen King's Children of the Corn coming next month, and we just got a trailer for it. I have that posted. It's pretty violent. I'll let you know that up front at First Thing Pod to see it. Hey, Barney's back. The uh, the big purple dinosaur. Mattel Television made the announcement yesterday. Barney and Friends is coming back, and Barney has a new look. He's updated for uh, 2023. The Barney brand will possibly be expanding beyond TV to film, YouTube, and music this time around. They also announced apparel and accessories for adult fans. Get excited. Uh, In other TV news, look, I was a big fan of Breaking Bad, like my number one show of all time. Uh, It was great to see Walt and Jesse back together in that Popcorners commercial during the Super Bowl. Uh, And today the show is in the news for a very different reason. Walter White's iconic white undies are going up for auction. I I have a signed poster of Bryan Cranston right here. My my wife gave this to me years ago for my birthday, signed by Bryan Cranston, and he's wearing the underwear in this poster. Should I bid on them? Should I buy them and hang them next to this poster in some sort of a glass case? Is that too weird? I really don't know. They're expected to get $5,000. Maybe it's too weird. Uh, Another one of my all-time faves, Arrested Development, will be leaving Netflix in March. Gone March 15th, the Ides of March. All seasons no longer on Netflix. Sad day. 
Uh, lastly here, I don't know why we are halfway through February and we're still getting 2022 year-end lists, but this one just came out. Wednesday had the most watched premiere episode of the entire year. It beat House of the Dragon, which was so highly anticipated. Congrats to Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's on TV today and tonight? Cara Delevingne hosts a new show exploring human sexuality that premieres today on Hulu. On Freeform, it's the season premiere of Love Trip Paris. It's a reality show about women that move to Paris to find love, just in time for Valentine's Day. Uh, there are two new episodes of 1,000 Pound Sister on TLC. Episode two of History's Greatest Heists with Pierce Brosnan is on history. Night Court, The Rookie, La Brea, and Will Trent are all on tonight as well. And now... Let's enjoy an intermission. This podcast gets support from Athletic Greens. Yes, it does. This one easy little drink will replace that entire shelf full of supplements and vitamins. It's so easy and it's so tasty. I've been drinking AG1 for years. I was so pumped when they joined the show as my very first sponsor. Uh, And I'm so happy to hear from so many people that are getting on board with it. It gives me energy. It supports immunity, improves focus. It's good for gut health. The benefits are a mile long and it's less than $3 a day, guys. A lot of people spend 10 times that on vitamins. Easy. I love it. Go to athleticgreens.com slash first thing. That is my link. You will get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Athleticgreens.com slash first thing. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, okay, all right. Getting into some music headlines now. Talk a little more about that halftime show. I actually saw conflicting reports about this, but across all platforms, Rihanna's performance had an estimated audience of 118.7 million viewers. More people tuned in to watch her than watch the actual game. There was an increase in viewers for the halftime show. The only other halftime show to bring in more eyeballs was Katy Perry back in 2015. Uh, I mean, the game did very well, too. The game was the third most watched TV show ever. That's crazy. Uh, It came out that Rihanna hid her pregnancy during all the rehearsals with baggy clothing. So, like, nobody knew. It was a shock to the NFL, just like it was for the rest of the world. And you remember that moment when she uh, she stopped to touch up her makeup? She had a little compact. That was from her Fenty Beauty line. And after the performance, searches for Fenty Beauty increased 833%. That's great product placement. Uh, Rolling Stone ranked it as their eighth best Super Bowl halftime show of all time. And if you're curious, they said Prince in 2007 was number one, number one on their list. In other music news, it uh, just came out that Post Malone was turned away at a bar in Australia because of his tattoos. The reason he was given at the door was that his appearance, all the face tats, did not meet the venue dress standards. Once this story got out there, the, uh, the bar and the hotel it's a part of issued an apology. In country news, Luke Bryan just announced that he's extending his residency out in Vegas. The show opened a year ago, and it's still going strong. The new dates will run from August through September. And by the way, he'll be back as a judge on season 21 of American Idol, which premieres on Sunday. Uh, It was a scary moment during a Winona Judd concert over the weekend. She had to stop the show because she was feeling dizzy, like she was going to pass out. She asked the crew for help. She took a minute and eventually kept performing. She tweeted yesterday, all is well, y'all. So hopefully she's okay. Uh, And lastly, last night at midnight, Kelsey Ballerini dropped a surprise six-song EP along with a short film. It's called Rolling Up the Welcome Mat, and it's out now.
Yes, some additional headlines on this Tuesday morning. More balloon talk. Yesterday, China accused the U.S. of illegally flying at least 10 balloons in their airspace. Since 2022, a spokesperson for the White House said, quote, not true, not doing it, just absolutely not true. Uh, also, the White House press secretary told reporters yesterday, quote, there is no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. That sounds like something they'd say if they found aliens. Uh, there was a memo from the Pentagon claiming that uh, the one shot down over Canada was a, quote, small metallic balloon. So we are starting to get some more info about these things. It was also announced yesterday that the Biden administration is creating a new interagency group to deal with all of this. The Balloon Squad. That's not what they're called, but uh, hopefully we get some answers. In other White House news, yesterday, President Biden fired the architect of the Capitol. Brett Blanton is his name. A recent report accused him of abusing his power. There are several instances highlighted, and he's out. There are two storms moving across the U.S. 26 states from California to Kentucky are under snow and wind alerts. This really starts this morning, and it'll play out throughout the rest of the week. Meanwhile, it's going to be in the mid-60s in Boston and New York this week. Fake spring has arrived for some. Uh, Early data here as we get into tax season is showing that the average refund this year is nearly 11% smaller than it was last year. Be prepared for that. And in other financial news, this is a weird one. According to a new report, the U.S. charges higher tariff rates on women's underwear than men's. The import tariff adds about $1.10 for women's and only 75 cents for men's. Meanwhile, I'm over here uh, considering buying $5,000 underwear. I'm not going to do it. I've decided I'm not going to do it. Uh, It's being reported that over in North Korea, the government is banning girls from having the same name as Kim Jong-un's daughter. Her name is Kim Ju-ai, so the name Ju-ai, spelled J-U-A-E, is off the table for everyone else. There are reports that people are being forced to change birth certificates. Uh, Lastly here in Valentine's Day news, I know it's a nice day about love and everything, but a quick warning, it's uh, it's one of the most popular days of the year for online scams. This is according to the FBI. They said, quote, romance scams are prevalent around this holiday. People are quick to find love online and they often end up getting, you know, taken advantage of. Just keep it in the back of your mind for yourself or maybe for a friend. Don't ever send money to people you've only met online. That's just a good life rule, not just today, but uh, always be safe. Okay, the last one here. I always end the show with something nice, some good positive news. I don't know why, but I really like this one. A woman in Houston, her name is Tanya Herbert. She holds the Guinness World Record for the world's largest feet on a living female. She's 6'9", and she wears a women's size 18 shoe. As you'd expect, those are not super common. She recently posted a video online talking about the struggles of finding footwear that fit her. Uh, She typically has to wear men's shoes, and she doesn't feel all that cute in those. So someone saw this video and they connected Tanya with a custom shoe company in Chicago called Mohop. This company just gave Tanya a size 18 pair of wedges and her first pair of heels. She loves them. I mean, she's 7'1 when she wears the heels. I doubt she was looking to add too much height, but still, it's incredible. You you love to see it. She's so happy to finally have shoes that uh, look nice and fit her. Uh, So thank you to Mohop. Great work. It's a cool story. And the show is over the now. The show is over now. Thanks for being here, friends. I really do hope it's a nice day for you, whether you're all wrapped up in Valentine's Day activities or not. I hope it's a good one. I'm going to end the show a little different today uh, because it is Valentine's Day. My daughter, Molly, she's six years old. She wrote an original Valentine's Day song. She uh, she just kind of wrote it in her head one night and asked me to record it. And then my good friend, Dan Cassidy, who is a musical genius, 
I sent it to him, and he added music. So we'll uh, we'll end the show with this today. All right. Have a great one, friends. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Valentine's Day knows you. Valentine's Day knows your heart. Valentine's Day is a day to show your loved ones that you love them. Let's all love each other. You love me and I love you. The heart is spreading just for you. I love you. But let's all say that Valentine's Day is the Please tell your friends about this show.